Alisa Keaton, founder of this page ministry called Revelation Wellness. And I'm glad to be with you today. It's Monday, it's been a while. I've been kind of uh, all hands on deck as we have our whole team in from across the United States for a what we call a summit to get some things in order for 2017. But what we have been up to for 29 days now is the Little Way Challenge. Hi, you guys, as you're coming in. Hi, Candice. Hi, welcome. Uh, as you're coming in, we are on day 29 of what has been a 30-day faith, then faith, then food and fitness challenge. And I have been so blessed by what you guys have been encountering and hearing and doing and putting into practice from the Lord. So well done. And it's not over, I promise you, it's not ending tomorrow. We've got so much more good work to do together, so don't even worry about that. But if you did not get into the Little Way Challenge, and you're like, what's going on, and you are interested, please hang out and hear this Facebook Live because we are doing four things to remember when losing weight, when wanting to lose weight. You've got to remember these things. Uh, but if you made, didn't make that challenge of the Little Way Challenge, hi guys, hello. And if you're in the challenge, hi Kathy, say uh, put uh, TLW into the comments so you can, uh, I can see who you are and you can also find each other in the challenge. But if you didn't get in the challenge in time, it's because it is closed and it's pretty much one day left in it. <laughs> you can feel free to go to our website at revelationwellness.org and sign up for our free seven days of training. It's on the, just scroll down on the homepage. It says seven days of training and put your name and email in there and you will train with us for seven days. You'll get a taste of what we've been doing for 30 days. And not only that, we'll also, you'll be the first to know when we do another challenge. And honestly, to be honest with you, we do them all every month. We have accountability groups that grow through our RevWell TV. So if you, for $10 a month, you become a monthly partner with us, tax deductible. Where else can you go to the gym and tax deduct your money to your, for your workouts? Tax deductible donation of as little as $10 a month. And every month we have a challenge group that continues to do community together and stays on mission together and works Here's the main thing, you guys. It really, you don't need more workout programs. Yes, they're fun. Yes, they're great. You need more truth and love and grace, healing, more of who God is in your life, not more of the next fitness trend or professional or someone telling you what the, the new even look or style or trend is because we'll just keep chasing after that thing. I know this, I am a seasoned veteran prof uh, fitness professional for 25 years. I have done fitness shows, I have competed, I've done it all uh, with much success on the outside, but with little reward on the inside. And at the same time, I continue to see the struggle of humanity and I hear and feel the pressure of society telling us women especially, but now more so with men, it's happening too. What what it's supposed to look like, what quote unquote wellness is supposed to look like, or how quote unquote weight loss is supposed to happen. Do this, do that, buy this, buy that, eat this, don't eat that, right? And we're just kind of keep chasing it around where I thought, you know what? There's gotta be a higher conversation to have. There has to be, it has to be more than just this because I love fitness. If you love fitness, Put a little muscle thing, muscle emoji into the chat. Let me know if you go, I really, I love it. I really enjoy it. But you know that it can get like, at some point you go, really? What is this all for? 
am I spending myself too much if I am obsessing about this? If a little, the flesh says to us, if a little is good, more is better. It always tells us that. It always, and it doesn't mean that a little isn't good. The, the Lord would say, yeah, a little's good. Come move your body, do that. But if my spirit, the spirit of the man with the breath of the Lord of the Almighty gives me understanding so that I know that I'm not taking it into extreme places where I really just wasn't, life doesn't happen at the gym. There's great life there. Life is all around me. When I go to the grocery store, when I go uh, to the movies, when I go to an errand or go to the school with my kids, wherever it is, that is your assignment for the day. It's not just where you pour yourself out in one single focus. Not to say that I hope you all don't have a vision and a dream for those places in your life, but it happens all around you to be trained and ready for those places. Valerie, of course, Erica Watson. Yes, I know you love fitness. So good. And then, hey, there are some of you that you have not enjoyed fitness. It is just not your jam. It's not your thing. But you hear that tug, like you feel the tug of, but I do feel better. Is there anyone that has never felt better after you just go for a walk, right? You just feel like, I just gotta get out. I just have to like fresh air. I gotta clear my mind. You're meant for that. That is part of the design. Jesus would draw away to desolate places to be with his father. Now we're talking more about this in the challenge about intimacy and less hustle, more love, because if your hustle is rooted in love, then you will have a holy hustle. But if your hustle is not rooted in love, it will run you into the ground. That's where we're burned out, we're weary, and Jesus would say, okay, come to me, learn from me, take my yoke upon me, because my yoke is easy and light, but there is a yoke. So that's why you feel like, I, I, I feel better when I go move my body and yoke myself to the harder thing. To the th is, this is what we're going to talk about today is how going forward you keep this momentum moving towards weight loss. Now, if you see, first of all, before I go any further, remember instructor training is starting in one week. From today is our last platoon until the fall of this year. So if you're thinking about it, please don't wait. All the manuals are flying off the shelf and our admin team is like, oh, why don't they sign up sooner? But whatever that is, we're still happy to help you, have you come. So go to the website and become an instructor. I don't want to forget that for those of you that just need that little extra push. Um, those of you that are family here, Revel well Platoon members, I want you to put your platoon number and then tell them what they need to remember. Encourage them so that they can be like, okay, because we know, listen, I'm not just doing fitness. The faith part makes it confront a whole lot of fear. And that's the point. The faith part makes it confront a whole lot of flesh. That's the point. It's supposed to drive out of us the thing that actually keeps us stuck and feeling small about our life. And that whether you even feel called to be an instructor, you're called to instruct your own soul into the places where God is. You are called, you're all called to be instructors. You train that. It doesn't just happen. You have to continually make a choice to listen to God's voice, to fall in love with Him more and more. I really believe that's the missing component because we're hearing His voice all over the place. 
We have apps and we have Google and we have, um, you know, Bible apps and groups. And, you know, the If Gathering was amazing this weekend. If any of you were there, watched it. And all these ways that we have to hear the word of God and to connect with it. And I'm so grateful for that. But don't you feel this like, eh, like we're on the precipice of never of being able to reach and speak so much, but yet we have this tremendous amount of fear that's pushing us back. The fear of being rejected, the fear of not fitting in, the fear of being too much, the fear of being too little, the fear of it's whatever, the, the measurements that we make around even the call. And that is the place where I'm like, okay, that's where we need to train. That's the place where greater faith is to be found. And it comes through a promise, you guys. It, I'm gonna give you some things to remember today, but there are a million things to remember because God is speaking specifically to you about the one thing today. So don't be overwhelmed by, okay, I have to do this, I have to do this, because we just start becoming people that do more and more and more. Instead of you have a God who is living right now and speaking to you right now. What do you need right now? When you're about to sit down to eat, what do I need right now? When you wake up out of bed and you feel overwhelmed, what do I need right now? He is the God who says, I'll meet all your needs. But that makes us really uncomfortable because we really want to plan. We really want to understand. We really want to know. But that's what religion offers us. Religion offers us a plan. If you do this, this, and this, you will get this result. That's what fitness is. It's a religion plan. If you do A, B, these many calories in, these many calories out, this is what you will get. And you might get results, but you definitely don't get freedom. You definitely don't get a wild adventure. You definitely don't get to be fully yourself where, hey, one, you're in a different season because that's the season you're in, but you're not defined by your season. You're not defined by your loss. You're not defined by the circumstance or the trauma or whatever. God is healing and moving you more and more into transformation. We all have salvation. We're all saved. And then restoration, this rest place coming back to your original design, restoring you back to who you are, then transforming you. You are going to change. No one stays the same in the gospel. You can. Actually, you can. That's just salvation. But God is moving us to a transformation. Just like when Jesus goes up uh, to the mountain, he takes Peter, James, and John with him, and they see him transfigured. And they're like, oh my gosh, his clothes are as white as snow. They're, they're, they're in awe over what they saw. The world, Jesus wants to do that same thing to us, to transform us. The word transfigure is the same word that's used in Romans 12 too, when Paul says, do not be conformed, but be transformed, be transfigured, just like Jesus was shown as white as clothes. He was pure. He was glorious. And everyone has speechless, didn't know what to do. God wants that for you. You are the living epistle of the word on earth, in flesh, so that people would be like, wow, what happened to her? And you might offend people, but if you're kind, oh, because that's what Jesus really did. He, he did part the waters. It wasn't, hey, it's all okay, everyone. He, he definitely, it's, you only know you're drinking clean water when you've drink dirty water, amen? There's a difference between the living water and then this other kind of, well, it's kind of good water, but he wants to, us to be the living water. That when people come around us, they're like, wow, I just taste something so refreshing. I just taste something and it's tangible and I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, I, I want to know more. Come on. Am I getting an amen? Amen. Do you want to be that? Or do you just want to talk about Bible verses and scripture and 
you know, just pontificate and not your girl. Hey, there's a lot of great places to think about and, and yes, meditate on the word of God, but I'm your girl. If you're ready to like, I want to, I want to activate this. I don't want to just read it anymore. I don't need another Bible app. I need a God to save me, to transform me, and to set me free, and to move me out to the thing I've been called to do, because that's where my promised land is. If you're looking for a person to say, we could still have land to take, and a person that's going to say, it's important that you rest. It's really important that you learn to rest. I'm your gal. Because there is a holy rhythm of rest and work and rest and work. And only God is able to fully rest while he's fully working. And when I'm in his presence, I have that same ability to fully work, be fully on mission, to be fully present, and to be fully rested, fully engaged. It's enough for the day. I'm not trying to storm the castle, (laughs) right? I think we all love these pictures of the Joan of Arcs and like, yes, we are that. But he's he's our front guard and our rear guard and our side guard. And there are days when he's like, you know what? I know we could storm the castle today, but let's go to the park. (laughs) Am I right? Is that not God? There are days when I'm like, is it time to storm the castle? This is it. Let's go. And he's like, "Mm, not today. Let's go to the park. And that's what frustrates us, but it also makes it an exciting journey and adventure to go on. So today I give you Psalm 1611, and it says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Four things. First thing we learn here, we would really like to understand We really like knowledge. If only, God, I could figure you out, right? That's why I'm like, God, would you make known to me what to do here? Would you, I just knew, if I, if you, God, just tell me how to lose the weight, just tell me. And we say that, we go, God, just tell me how to do it. And then no like full plan shows up, do this, this, this. He'll tell us like one thing, right? And we're like, well, that's one. We go, well, that's not very hard. Or two, that's, you sure? Like it's, he never goes, And here's the Ten Commandments, because that's the law. And turns out the law just shows we break the law. So we need a Savior, Jesus, who walks with us, who says, I'll never leave or forsake you. I speak. My sheep know my voice. They know me. They listen to me. And here's the one. Here's something I want you to do. But he makes known to us the path of life. And often it comes and we go, that doesn't seem like, right? Am I preaching? Don't you often hear like, really? Like you want me to just keep blessing and believing today, God? I really would like to know why this is happening. I would like to know I love knowledge. So we have to, if you want to remember things to lose about weight loss, you have to just keep deconstructing this place of trying to figure it out, like trying to figure God out. But I'll tell you this, if you make him your sole focus, if you go, God, And it only makes sense. You're a created body. He created your DNA, your cell, how many, your ratio of fat to muscle in a healthy range. He he knows that. He knows how many hairs on my head. He knows everything. Why wouldn't I be like, all right, God, you're my personal trainer. Jesus, you're my personal trainer. If it's weight loss is the thing that kind of hooks you and makes you feel inadequate, just give it over to him. He'll make known to you the path of life. The path where you'll be like, yeah, it was a great workout today. Okay, it was good. 
And then you go step on the scale and you're like, dang it, I didn't lose 10 pounds or why am I still, right? That's not the path of life. Get off the scale, get off of anything that steals from you the thoughts that of nobility and praise and worthiness and blessing and your identity. You're not identified by the number on a scale. You're not identified by the amount of money in your bank account. You're not identified by who is or isn't your friend. You're not identified. It comes back to the identity of being his. And when we're most focused as his, he makes known to us the path. And as we walk that path, you guys, all of a sudden, the resources come, the friendships come, the, 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 thing, the, the, the destiny falls into line. You make known to me the path of life. So we have to, first thing to remember, you don't know. Because if you knew, if it came to weight loss, you wouldn't be here. And, and I'm telling you, for some of you, I always put weight around that because it's whatever. Is it your marriage? What weighs you down? What's the thing that gets you back into the posture of, I'm angry, I have no unbelief, or into the posture of, it's never gonna happen, I have no hope, I'm completely hopeless, right? Obsessing or neglecting. What's the thing, what's the weighted thing? Is it your body, is it your marriage, is it your money, is it your ministry, is it your mothering, is it your mother? <laughs> what is the weight? And instead of trying to figure that out, go to him and he makes known to you the paths of life. So that's one thing we have to remember. We would really like to know, <laughs> but let's just make him known. If I just go, I'm going to keep God. And, and this goes back to the intimacy place. We've talked about this in the last few uh, weeks of just practice going to him like a father, like a child to a father. Talk to him a lot. Anyone here talk a lot to God? If you don't, just start right after this Facebook Live. Just start talking to him like you're at, the, <laughs> you're at the parking lot or the stoplight. God, what are you doing? What are you up? What's your favorite thing right now? Just talk to him. Don't let the world tell you that it's stupid or dumb. Or it, Of course, it says that. They're going, he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. It's foolish to think that God is so interested in me. That's foolish according to the world, but that's what the God, the God who tells me, I'm so interested in you. Psalm 139 over and over reminds me who he says I am to him. So I remember that. I talk to him often. The second thing is that we are pleasure seekers and pain avoiders, right? You make known to me the path of life and in, pres in your presence is the fullness of joy. Are we not looking for fullness? So when you're tempted, what are you looking? What's, what are you trying to fill yourself with? What is the pleasure you're seeking or the pain that you're trying to not feel? So instead we run to pleasure. Own it. Everyone just own it right now. You really don't like to be uncomfortable. And we're living in a culture that continues to tell us how to make ourselves comfortable, how to create the whatever lifestyle, the dream that we want. And I hear me when I say, God is not for you to enjoy life, but the pleasure is found first in him. Then as you walk that out and you will confront painful days. Otherwise, why would Jesus say to me, say to us, I've leave you my peace. You will have trouble. You're going to have trouble. <laughs> he even tells us in Matthew six, 
Don't worry about tomorrow because today has plenty of its own trouble. Like there's plenty of trouble today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Be with me today in what is the pain and I will bring you pleasure. We really like to seek pleasure when actually the answer to our pain is in our pain or to push through our pain. It's like labor, just push through. You're gonna break through on the other side. Let me make this really practical. If you're someone who struggles with um, food and um, you're an emotional eater or a restrictor controller, I want you to see yourself as the victor. So when you're tempted, this is no different than athletes. They, when they um, start to get anxious and worried, like the Olympic athletes, they start to think, I'm going to lose. I, I don't know that part. They start looking at other people. Man, they're really good. I don't know if I'm that good. Am I that fast? Blah, blah, blah. Well, they stop it because they know that's just mental torment. And they refocus and they close their eyes. They breathe. They take big breath and they start to visualize themselves again on the podium. They see themselves with the perfect breaststroke or they see themselves in that perfect 45 degree angle, knees to chest, sprinting towards the finish and breaking the tape. They see themselves busting out of the starting gates and the blocks in perfect form. They see themselves, right? Because they've trained, they've trained, they've trained day after day after day. And that's all we're doing here. Day after day, we train and we train and we train. But when the moment comes to tell me, whatever, you're fat, you're not, you should just go eat, it's not worth it, da, 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 whatever that is, and you feel the tension, that's good. Feel the tension. You're supposed to be people that feel the tension really well. That then you go, okay, let me breathe, close my eyes, look to the things that are unseen because the things that are seen are very temporal. This moment's going to pass. Let me see myself on the other side of this moment. I will not be stuck here forever. Let me see myself on the other side. And then you ask God, God, get me to the other side. Get me to the other side of this painful moment. And he will. And that's how we find true pleasure. We find true transformation of our hearts, not just salvation, but transformation. Listen to my intimacy podcast on SOS intimacy and supreme intimacy. It happens. The more I just spend time with him, the less I'm going to be like, help me, help me, help me. We have to get proactive instead of reactive with our time with him. Point three, as I just said, practice presence. It says this, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. In your presence is whatever this thing is this tempting me with, it's low-hanging fruit. It's not as fulfilling as what you have to say, what you have to offer me. What are you about right now, God? What is your business about right now in this moment? That is the presence that we need to practice that gives us the fullness of joy. Less internet, more intimacy. Less Facebook, more FaceTime with the Lord. Less Twitter and more in His presence. Like just go, I know you guys, this is all great stuff and I know I'm doing this today because I'm grateful. We've had some momentum going, um, but I really, really, truly hope that you have walk away from these 30 days more trained up, like, wow, I just got to go to God. I just going to be with him more. I just got to train my, my ears to hear him more. So I got to turn down the voices of the world a little more. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a run. And my whole heart connection is to meet with him, to be filled with the fullness of joy because I'm in his presence so that I'm immunized for the day. 
I always, it's like getting your supplements, get them in you because the day is gonna come after you to try and steal what has been planted. Find your joy. You are his joy. You hear me? You, you. Say this, everyone say it. I'm his joy. Like he, I really make him happy. He enjoys me. Hey, I am his joy. I'm his pleasure. You are his pleasure. It says that in, it's in Hebrews, but for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the father for the joy set before him. Who was the joy or what was the joy? Us restored back to the father. That's a joy to him because that excites my heart. It's worth it. It's worth it. I'm going to do this because that makes me so filled. Joy is like gladness of heart, contentment. It's, it bubbles up. Did you know the sign language for joy is this? I mean, it just kind of bubbles up. It just, it's like a fountain. It just overflows, just comes up. It's not happiness. <laughs> happiness is a moment. Joy is just, is this deep place within you it is well with your soul. It's where wellness is found is when you can have joy. The word joy is connected when you break it down into the word that grace comes from, which is a, it is well with my soul to be well and to thrive. That's what grace means. Cairo is the Greek word. It's the same word where you see it for use for gladness, favor, pleasure, joy, all those things. God goes, yep, that's me. And that's them. So more of that more of his joy as you connect in his presence. How do you train his presence? That's my question to you as we head out on these 30 days. How do you plan to? How are you? How will you? What has maybe, how has that interrupted this 30 days? For some of you, I know some of you are like, I haven't even done one workout, but I've been doing all the journaling and awesome. I'm grateful. I don't care if you didn't do a workout. I'm grateful that you started listening, hearing, going deeper, asking the question, and then answering and writing down. You're hearing from him now. Keep going. Stay with us. Go to RevWell TV. We're going to have more going on. We're going to have more places to continue to, because listen, life is going to be hard. So let us train with you because love is heavy. We'll help you train it. How are you going to practice your presence, though? How are you going to train his presence? That's super important because less internet, more intimacy, less hustle, more love. That is what this has really been found on. Not more working out and less eating cruddy food. Like, that's obvious, right? This is the bigger place. Finally, the fourth point, if you're going to keep remember to losing weight, remember he holds in his hands the eternal pleasures. He holds eternal. Are there plenty of pleasures in the world? Yes, all kinds, all kinds of pleasures. I like to go to the movie and have a big thing of popcorn and I would love some, I'd love to have a Diet Coke. <laughs> do I do it all the time? No. Do I do it sometimes? Sure. Do I ask the Lord like, yeah, yep, totally. I'm not neglecting it or obsessing about it, but it's a pleasure that isn't eternal. I'm going to eat it. It's going to be gone. It's going to be done. How's that payoff? Great. Sometimes hurts my stomach. Mm, not so great. Whatever, right? Like That's a pleasure, but it's not an eternal one. In his right hand is the fullness of pleasure. So I do have a little assignment for you today. I felt like the Lord's asking me today. Even for me, I journaled this today. 
If you see God holding in his right hand, just see a picture of him and in his right hand being closed. And if you were to go up to him and ask him, God, open your hand, what is in it for me? What would you have in there that are these eternal pleasures for me? Just let, have that picture open where he opens his hand. What would be in it? What would be in it? What, what would that be that he would be offering to you? Train that in your stillness time. Train that in your presence time or train it when you're moving your body. In his right hands are the pleasures forevermore. Simple to review. Cast down that you really want to know. You got to deconstruct and put on the altar the idol of knowledge. You really would like a plan. I really would like that too. Plans are great, but they will only take me so far and I have to always be ready for God to interrupt them and do what he wants to do with them. We really like to know Tear that down. God, we seek you. Second, to remember that we really we, we like pleasure over pain when actually I'm called towards the painful place to breathe, to see myself on the other side of the painful moment, to ask for whatever I need to get me to the other side. Three, practice the presence. The more we practice the presence, the less we'll have the pain. I believe this a lot, you guys. The more I'm proactive about, I just want to be with him. I know that's why Jesus would go away in quiet places so that he could get ready for the day so that he didn't encounter so much pain in his heart. His heart was full, fullness of joy. He was completely satisfied so he could go out and see the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the hurting and the lame and just walk among them with a certainty and a kindness and a presence of the kingdom. So he had the ability to deal with pain because he sought the presence more, the Father. He knew, I have no hope for this day unless I hear from him. Not just memorize scripture, but like hear from him. Journal with him, write, get personal. It's a personal relationship that you're fostering. Practice presence in the fourth is to remember that he holds the eternal pleasures. More than a plate of cookies, more than um, whatever it is, your, whatever your go-to vice is, he has eternal pleasures. Remember these four things, you guys, and you will do well in the days ahead. All right. Um, let me pray. <coughs> so, Lord, we thank you so much, God. We thank you that you are a God who is interested in the smallest of things. Lord, like you really enjoy us from the big to the small, Lord. And I just call upon your name right now, Lord, in the most precious and intimate ways that you would know us and we would know you better, God, that we would know you know us. <laughs> we know you know, but we don't know you we know, Lord. Help us with our knowledge, God. We, we just tear down our, our maps and our 10 steps and the box that we put you in to help us understand or to feel safe or to feel like we can trust you, God. We set our eyes back on the the you who stands over the waves, God. You stand over the tempest and your eyes are kind and they also burn with fire for us and say, come, come get warm, come be with me. I will hold you, I will sustain you. In your right hand are all the pleasures that are eternal, the ones that we seek on earth that will never satisfy God. They're found in a higher place with you. So God, I ask that you would right now, as people see your hand in the right, just opening up, that they would see what it is that's inside that for, for you, inside their, your hand for them, God. We pray peace is found there, acceptance, family, belonging, courage, 
a great commission, a high purpose, a dream. God, all that you have made for each individual is found in your right hand. Lord, and thank you that you're not going to drop them. Thank you that you will always have them. And when we come to you and pick them out of your hand and cash it in, Lord, you say, well done. Let's do that together. God, I pray for identity restored to your people. Pray for your voice to break through in the still of the night, God. I I have a just a holy request, Lord, to disrupt your people uh, where we're comfortable. Even the, we give you permission to wake us at night, Lord, with words, with dreams, with visions. Speak to us like we've never been spoken to before, God. Help us to have eyes like you so we see ourselves in the mirror, Lord. We see nothing but royalty, belonging, and nobility with a woman or a man with a high purpose and call on their life, God. Value and worth, no matter what the story is of our past, God. That the enemy knows that if he can keep us in the past, we're stuck, Father. So we come and take a step off of our mat, Lord. We roll it up under our arm and we walk today with you, God. I ask for healing to arise um, in mental places, Lord, places of our mind, the torment, the torture, the accusation, the shame. In Jesus' name, you must leave. Pray for eating disorders in Jesus' name. Where there's been restriction and control and neglect, abuse, God, because of the names that have been said over people, the things that have been stolen over their identity, God, how Satan and the world and people, God, have been used to destroy or to hurt your design, we bring back life into today, God. We bring your joy and your fullness of life back into their mind, God. God, would you also just break through with the word in new ways that creates a desire of intimacy for us with you. Help us to be people who breathe. Help us to seek you out in these quiet places of solitude. Help us to be violent against the forces of technology and all the things that are penetrating and just chipping away at us, God. We come and say, bring us more peace, Lord, more peace. Yeah, I ask for all um, pain of the body, wherever there's pain right now, that the person would touch their own body and say, Father, heal me in Jesus' name. I believe you. Even the enemy would try to dash our hopes that you're not a healer. We just dash that down in Jesus' name. You are a healer, Jehovah Rapha. You are a provider. (coughs) You're a banner over us, God. I pray that all sickness leaves in Jesus' name. Wherever the sickness is hanging out in the body and trying to call them as useless and hopeless in Jesus' name. Touch bodies and heal, God. Bring your presence into us in full ways. More of you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, you guys. All right. Any questions if you were in the Little Way Challenge? (coughs) I'm sorry. I can't find.